Hi, and welcome to the When Women Fly podcast, where we speak with women who dare to pursue their dreams and fly, literally and metaphorically. I am your host, Sylvia Winter. This is the companion episode to my conversation with author and pilot Carol Hobson, episode 65. She has captured the spirit and life of Bessie Coleman in her latest novel, A Pair of Wings. So if you have not yet listened to my amazing conversation with Carol released earlier this week, please take a pause to pin it or download it for later. She is on a mission to change the demographics of a historically male-dominated industry and bring more opportunities to fly to Black women. There's a link to episode 65 in the show notes. We at the When Women Fly Project are here to change the narrative about what women can and should do. And Bessie's story is perhaps one of the most undertold stories in aviation. Bessie Coleman was the first Black woman and the first Native American in the world to earn a pilot's license. She was a famous aviator and became well-known for her stunt flying and aerial tricks. This amazing and extraordinary woman was a pioneer of her time in aviation, helping to break barriers for African Americans and women alike. Coleman's nicknames were Brave Bessie and Queen Bess. Her goal was to encourage women and African Americans to reach for their dreams. Unfortunately, her career ended with a tragic plane crash. But her life continues to inspire people around the world. And here is what you need to know. Bessie Coleman was born January 26, 1892 in Atlanta, Texas. She had 12 siblings. Her parents, Susan and George Coleman, were born African-American sharecroppers who had Cherokee grandparents. Bessie grew up in a world of racism and discrimination. And when she was six years old, she started attending a one-room schoolhouse in a wooden shack. When she was still a child, her father left to look for more opportunities in Oklahoma. And after he left, Betsy's mother had to support her family herself. The children started contributing as soon as they were old enough. And as Bessie grew up, she was forced to deal with the challenges of poverty and discrimination. Bessie attended a school run by the Missionary Baptist Church. And after she graduated, she went to Oklahoma to attend the Oklahoma Colored Agricultural and Normal University, whatever that's supposed to mean. Due to financial difficulties, she only attended one term. And then there's the Great Migration. When she was 23, in 1915, she moved to Chicago. While she was there, she worked as a manicurist and saved money. She lived with her brother. It was while she was in Chicago that she started reading and listening to stories of pilots from World War I. This was what piqued her interest in aviation. When Bessie began to pursue her dreams, she was rejected by flying schools in the United States because she was Black and because she was a woman. But a man called Robert Abbott told Bessie that she should go to a flying school in France. Abbott was among the first African-American millionaires. And he and another African-American entrepreneur contributed financially to help Bessie go to France and learn to fly. Bessie took a French language class at the Berlitz Language School in Chicago and then traveled to Paris on November 20th, 1920 so she could earn her pilot's license in a Newport 564 biplane. Bessie's time in France can best be reimagined through Carol Hobson's novel, A Pair of Wings, so I won't get too much into it now. 
But significantly, when Bessie was learning to fly, she witnessed the death of another student in a plane. This was alarming and daunting, but she did not let this dissuade her from pursuing her dream. It was in June of 1921 when she was awarded an international pilot's license by the Fédération Aeronautique Internationale in France. Bessie Coleman returned to the United States from France on a boat in September 1921 with huge fanfare. She had become well-known and many reporters came out to meet her when she arrived. She was now the first Black woman in the world to become a pilot. In her career as an aviator, Coleman's specialties were parachuting and stunt flying. She did aerial tricks and barnstorming to help her earn a living. Bessie took part in many exciting air shows over the following five years, demonstrating her incredible high-flying skills. The first one was in September of 1922 in Garden City, Long Island. Showing her integrity and standing up for her fellow African-Americans, Bessie refused to take part in performances held in locations where African-Americans were barred from the audience. Bessie's final flight and the one that caused her death took place on April 30th, 1926. It was in Jacksonville, Florida. She was getting ready for an air show scheduled for the very next day. She was in the plane with her mechanic called William Wills and Wills was at the controls. Apparently, a wrench that was unsecured became caught in the control gears, and the plane crashed. As it was falling from 3,500 feet, Coleman fell out of the plane. 10,000 mourners filed past Coleman's coffin in the south side of Chicago. Numerous prominent members of the African-American community attended her funeral. And now her honors are significant, but still few compared to her accomplishments back in the 1920s when so little was provided for her. A public library in Chicago was named in Coleman's honor, as are the roads at O'Hare International Airport, Oakland International Airport, Tampa International Airport, and at Germany's Frankfurt International. In 2001, Coleman was inducted into the National Women's Hall of Fame And in 2006, she was inducted into the National Aviation Hall of Fame. In December 2019, the New York Times featured Bessie Coleman in their overlooked section in the obituaries. Bessie Coleman, pioneering African-American aviatrix. In 2021, when Juneteenth became a federal holiday, a flyover was held in Colorado to honor both her and the new holiday. In 2021, the International Astronomical Union named a mountain on Pluto, Coleman Mons, in her honor. There are a number of biographies, including Brave Bessie, Flying Free, Up in the Air, and She Dared to Fly. However, it's Carol Hobson's book, A Pair of Wings, that I can't recommend more highly. It was released last year and is the first of many, I hope, novels by Carol Hobson. It channels a dimensionality and spirit of Bessie in a riveting story told in a manner that both entertains and captivates. So the next time that you are driving into Frankfurt International on Bessie Coleman Strauss or Chicago O'Hare International on Bessie Coleman Drive, you will know why this is significant. Share this story with someone. It just might spark interest in more untold stories of marginalized people. 
This is the companion episode, a new concept of season three, as a way to focus in on a theme or unfinished topic in a snack-sized episode. So let me know what you think or what questions arise for you. Okay, that's a wrap. I send you love and light and strength and flight, however that shows up for you today. The world needs women who fly. Let's keep learning together, be bold, be brave, and fly. I'll see you next time.